0: Welcome to a special presentation of Behind the Page, where we at Marvel vs. Marvel revisit the comic book histories of some of your favourite Marvel characters. If you're joining us for the first time, each and every episode of MVM is packed with this kind of history and trivia as we explore the Marvel movies and the comic books that inspired them. A lot of fun as we always do here On yep. Marvel vs Marvel um, I'm going to unfortunately be like Changing the tempo Now um, <laughs> I, I really am Watch the nervous laughter as we go through with this Will mm. um, I'm afraid we've got to confront Some some quite unpleasant racist stuff As we go behind the page
1: Hooray um,
0: some stuff based around grotesque Stereotypes and depictions Of, of Asian people um, And I know it's a downer Yes But it, it, it's it, it's not good enough For us to overlook these things To be blasé, to skim past them And to just go, isn't magic cool And now we've got a fun movie Yeah, um, Because we don't do it for any other character We do a deep dive for every character It is uncomfortable To To uh, you know, spend a year and a half talking about how much we love Stan Lee, and then to turn around and go, "But this is some dodgy stuff." But it, we have to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Doctor Strange is a character first appears uh, in 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 nineteen sixty three, and he's one of these many Marvel characters that we've talked about so far that. They don't start with issue one of Doctor Strange. Um, he appears in an existing anthology comic called Strange Tales, mm. and uh, he, in fact, he appears in in issue one hundred and ten. Now that means Strange Tales has been running longer than the Marvel Universe, which of course only came about in, in nineteen sixty three. Okay. Um, Strange Tales at the time, you know, throughout the fifties um, and into the early sixties had been. Um, Compilations of science fiction and fantasy stories—you know, um, kind of o- almost like um We talked about this before. Trying to explain uh, to you, will we talked about how a lot of anthology stories were a little bit like tales from the crypt. Yes. You know, yes, yes. where you've got without a narrator, but but you've got lots of short stories um, that are all fantasy based. Now it won't have been horror based these these comics, but they will have been. Like a, a, I don't know, a criminal commits a crime, goes on the run, <laughs> a run, runs into a haunted house, a bunch of horrible things happen to him. Yeah. He goes outside and hands himself in to the cops. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, strange Tales, uh, si- since the, the Marvel uh, Universe had started with the Fantastic Four and stuff, like half the issue was the adventures of Johnny Storm, the human torch, yes. on his own. Um, and then the other half of the book was, was a couple of, of shorter, kind of five to eight page. Comic strips, mm. and one of these was was a, a Doctor Strange adventure in 1963, um, created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, who of course is the artist and co-creator of Spider Man. Very uh, draws very ugly human beings, very gangly human <laughs> beings. The perfect choice for Peter Parker, the awkward teen, I guess. Yeah. Um, and this is seemingly. Uh, this is uh, according to a lot of reports and writings about Doctor Strange. They do credit Steve Ditko as having the original idea for this. I'm going to call a bit of BS on this. Uh, it's debatable. <laughs> as we go forward, we'll kind of see why. Um, so uh, Doctor Strange arrives with no origin story. Right. We just get Doctor Strange. It's it is- a short story. Uh, a about uh, a man plagued by horrible, horrible nightmares Kind of being attacked in his dreams yeah. Hearing the name of a mysterious person And Doctor Strange and going to his house And begging for help And Doctor Strange... Goes into the man's dreams and fights off The nightmare creature Discovers that the man he's helping is a crook Who has defrauded people out of their livelihoods And kind of the man gets Kind of cursed or Doctor Strange doesn't Refuse to help him to lift the curse And he's basically cursed to never have a proper Night's sleep for the rest of his life oh. That's kind of the end Very short magic based morality tale Okay Okay there is nothing in this story that suggests that Doctor Strange is a Caucasian man, a Western white man. Oh, this is this where he's going to get interesting? Just bear with me, yeah. yeah. And, and and the fact that he is using a lot of Eastern themed magic and, and spirituality from fiction stories does seem to suggest that he he is it's painting him as an Asian man. Hmm. Um, if we take a look at Ditko's artwork for the first appearances of Doctor Strange. Ditko is very definitely Giving Doctor Strange The kind of um, Grossly stereotyped Features that a lot of Western media, a lot of comic books Gave to Asian people at this time In the the 50s and the 60s Anyone who kind of Grew up watching Old black and white Charlie Chan movies Mm -hmm. on TV As a kid will kind of know The weird crap I'm talking about Yeah that everyone has the Fu Manchu. Yep. Um, they will squint with their eyes, and there's there's the kind of massively over exaggerated eyebrows, dark black eyebrows oh, that kind yes. of go very high. Ditko uh, draws Doctor Strange to to have these eyebrows. He draws him to have com- virtually completely closed eyes with just small slits to see out of. <sighs> Um, Strange looks completely different To the Caucasian characters That appear in these early stories The ones that Mm -hmm. come to him for help Um, It's pretty clear looking at this That Doctor Strange Was drawn to be This gross caricature Of an Asian person And that he doesn't seem intended To be a western white man Uh, I've just sent you Will a picture of this is the very first drawing of Doctor Strange that we ever get from Steve Ditko. And c- you can you am I describing it kind of right? Can you at yeah. least see what I'm talking about? The the the, the closed eyes, the exaggerated eye, the you know, massive black exaggerated kind of eyebrows, the the Fu Manchu and everything.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a bit of that and a pinch of Vulcan as well. There's something there's a Vulcan vibe. Yeah, the it's it's of that genre. <laughs> shall
0: we say mm. yeah I mean um, Marvel is as guilty as anyone else in the 50s of creating uh, and I apologize for the term in advance this is kind of the the, the, the term it has it's called yellow peril comics on stories um, these were you know very racist um, awful kind of stories that they do, they do radio serials mm. and they do movies and they do comic books and dime novels and things where the the Asian characters are the bad guys and Marvel was very guilty of that and this is how they tended to draw their their characters of course the, the word yellow is a just disgusting kind of racial racial kind of term and slur that's been being used uh, in in to this and then they then there were characters like Charlie Chan created mm. by a white person to go what if I had the novel idea of creating an Asian who was a good guy, and he creates <laughs> Charlie Chan, the the Asian detective, yeah. and then of course in all the and all the movies portrayed by a white person, oh, um, no. in in a kind of a you know I don't know quite what to call it, but kind of a blackface kind of way, and and this is what is happening here, um, and then several months later, after having had a few adventures, um, fans have. We think gravitated to Doctor Strange. Uh, uh, according to Marvel, they've written in wanting to know more, wanting to know how he got his powers. Um, and at this stage, they're they're faced with a conundrum. Doctor Strange was never meant to be a recurring character, like a, a lead hero character, right? right. He was probably going to make a few more appearances in these just offbeat non superhero. Fantasy stories that were going to last five or six pages, but now it looks like the readers want a lot more of this. Right? Okay. As you would. Black magic is exciting and interesting, and that's. He's. He's. he's you'll see in that picture. He's not the. The master of the mystic arts. He's the master of black magic. Yeah, um, that's exciting and uh, illegal. So kind of faced with having to now, now actually. Create him as an Asian hero If you're going to do more Mm. with this character He'd be a hero An Asian hero Stanley and Steve Ditko decide Absolutely not We're going to give the character an origin Which firmly establishes him As a western white man Yes okay And so we get this origin story Where we see Doctor Stephen Strange, and he looks different, brother. Like the over-exaggerated arched <laughs> eyebrows are gone. The eyes are completely normal-looking. You know how they would draw any other living human being, <laughs> um, and they they draw him very much as um, uh, a kind of an affluent white Western man who travels to Asia. Learns the secrets of magic And this is another Long standing and reductive Trope in fiction They, they, uh, People that creates Fiction want to do stories about Kung fu or yeah. karate or magic But god forbid that means they have an Asian hero so they have a White saviour character yes. Go out to a foreign land And become a master Better than any of those people can ever be At the thing they invented And then comes back to the Western world to use these Skills and abilities and and, and Powers Um, And we will have more to say on that when we look At Iron Fist, brother Um, They... There was no intention of of uh, so Doctor Strange's origin was only kind of created because there was a fan outcry to have it. They didn't have it ready to go. They didn't know Doctor Strange would become popular. He was going to be an occasional backup character in Strange Tales, okay. a side character. But once Stanley and they become notice, he's got some potential here. Then they need an origin story that will transform him into the, the, the to a, a marvel character basically a, a white Western person um, and and from this point on ditko ch- draws dr. strange and his facial features very differently he, he, he draws them exactly the same way he would draw any other white Western male character um, there's more to this more. so we we, we we need to go back and take a look at Character called Dr. Dream. Droom. Not, not Dr. Doom. No, Dr. Droom. So, Amazing Adventures, number one, another anthology comic book from Atlas Comics, because they weren't Marvel at the time, before the Marvel Universe has been created, 1961. It features a story by Stan, uh, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and Steve Ditko. And they introduce us to Dr. Droom. Um, An American doctor Who travels to Asia to study Magic in the mountains Under the tutelage of an ancient Sorcerer he gains supreme Knowledge of mysticism and black magic And then with the assistance Of an Asian kind of partner And manservant he comes back West and fights against those who Use the mystic arts for Corruption and evil Exactly the Doctor Strange Story but Three, four years earlier in 1961. And it's very clear. and You can hear that, Will, and see that yes. that's exactly the same origin story that they've reused, right?
1: Exactly. Well, in
0: exactly. that original story from 1961 with Dr. Droom, at the end of the Dr. Droom story where he gains power of magic, he is physically changed from a white man into an Asian man. Uh huh. He is magically transformed by magic powers to give him the grotesque caricatures again. And I please skip over this if you don't want to hear some <laughs> horrible language from the 1960s. The dialogue in the comic, written by Stanley, Dick Cohen, Jack Kirby, from Dr. Droom, he says, "My eyes, they're becoming slanted." Oh, I I've,
1: no. I've
0: got a mustache." And the ancient yogi sorcerer Says yes Dr. Droom, I have given you an appearance suitable To your new role Oh god So I'm including that because it is Exactly the same origin story that's been Reused there by Stanley and, and Steve Ditko and at the end of this Kind of this um, Original run out Of the Doctor Strange character A western man when he gains magic Powers gains the appearance the Caricatured, stereotyped Gross, you know, comic book Appearance of an Asian Person. Do you remember that James um, Bond movie? So I,
1: you remember that James Bond movie where he went Undercover?
0: Yeah, that's Pretty bad. Yeah, that was terrible So I think This bit with Dr. Droom Really does um, Lay an awful lot of credence To the idea that If you look at the original Dr. Strange He is meant to be drawn As a gross stereotype Asian character um, until they were told and round out that perhaps what they need to do is make some money and create an actual ongoing character, and then suddenly we need to make him a white guy. Mm. Um, we 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 need to kind of have a look at. I mean, because Doctor Strange is really really f- um, not quite pioneering, but. Doctor Strange is a uh, is revolutionary in comic books because of the kind of like powers. We you know we talked about in the, in the Superman issue uh, episode. We talked about how amazing it was for people at the time. Like it wasn't even a story that was exciting or interesting to the the the, the <clears throat> readers in the in the kind of 30s and 40s. It was the very idea that you could see something that you'd never ever heard of or thought of or seen before. Which was in a Superman comic, you'd see a man. Pick up a train,
1: yeah. Like
0: juggle an elephant, like smash a mountain, like that. That those concepts were kind of new to people, and yeah. they were incredible and exciting. Doctor Strange has some similarities in that, um, astral projection, mm, create yes. a, a soul, spirit, self walking out of the body, teleportation. This is the early sixties. These things are not. It's really hard to for us now in the modern world. In the wake of Star Trek And Lord of the Rings and The Matrix And all these other things To think how mind bending all Travelling to a different Dimension, telepathy You know, astral projection All these things kind of were Um and, and they'd cropped up Several times in comic books over the years Doctor Strange is the first one to really Do it as an ongoing character And to gain a lot of fame and attention for it Um But Dr. Droom and Doctor Strange take their inspiration from a very popular American supernatural radio drama. You know, the likes of The Shadow, Uh, which began life as a radio serial drama. Yes, yes. Um, Well, there was one in the 1930s called Chandu the Magician. Um, okay. which, which ran a national national Radio program It had a, uh, a revival in the 1940s And 50s as well But Chandu the Magician was hugely popular um, And it was about a character called Frank Chandler um, An American uh, who learned Eastern occult secrets From a yogi in India um, known as Chandu He possessed several supernatural skills Including astral projection Teleportation and the ability to Create illusions mm. Which he used back in the west to fight cr- Criminals and villains And the evil Baron Rocksaw um, It was it's so popular that, that, that Chandu the Magician became a 1932 movie um, uh, Starring Bella Lugosi As the villain Oh hello um, and then there was another, another uh, uh, well, no, it, it became, that was a one off movie. And then they made, um, you know, film serials that would run, you know, uh, the old cliffhanger serials that would run in movie theatres. So it wouldn't be a full movie, it would be a short. Then you'd have to keep going back every month or see to see the next part or week or whatever. Um, Chandu, The Return of Chandu in the 1934 12 episode uh, film serial that ran in theatres. And this time, Bella Lugosi played the lead character. Um so this was the big introduction to the to the to to the west in western fiction of astral projection teleportation m- magic abilities like that. Um and 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 was very very clearly the the basis for Dr. Droom and and then and then Dr. Strange.
1: Amazing, isn't it? Like you think of radio serials, and you can imagine people gathered around the wireless to listen to this sort of thing. You know, you, you know and then and now I'm just oh I'm just gonna watch the entire lot on Disney Plus in my room, away from everyone.
0: Oh yeah, I mean there were there were reports of famous um, comedy radio. I I I studied radio uh, drama and radio production at university, and some of these um, incredibly successful radio comedies that we had in the UK and the US. Shops would be empty when they were on. If they were on in the Amazing. afternoon, shops would be empty, um, because it was the the form of entertainment. So that's kind of the origins. But the, but the, the short adventures of Doctor Strange proved really popular with readers. Um, they, they 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 treaded an entirely different path to the other Marvel superheroes, which was a, a you know hadn't really formalised as, as a concept just yet, really in Marvel. Anyway, a series of you know we've got. The Hulk, and we've got Iron Man, and we've got Spider Man, and stuff. Um, but Doctor Strange was a real hit with the 1960s kind of counterculture generation right. uh, of psychedelia that were reading Marvel. Okay, Ditko in his artwork showcased surrealist, mystical landscapes for the first time in comics, and and and, and vivid visuals that. Really helped make Dr. Strange a, a favorite uh, with college students. Um, comic historian uh, Mike Benton has written of, of Doctor. Strange um, when writing about counterculture. The Doctor Strange stories of the 1960s constructed a cohesive cosmology that would have thrilled any self-respecting the, the-, the- theos- oh God, theosophist. College students' minds freshly opened by psychedelic experiences and Eastern mysticism Read Ditko and Lee's Doctor Strange stories With the belief of a recent Hare Krishna convert Meaning was everywhere And readers analysed the Doctor Strange stories For their relationship to Egyptian myths, Sumerian gods and Jungian archetypes Jungian
1: archetypes
0: That's a psychological thing, isn't it? Indeed Mm. Um the, 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 the character Doctor Strange was really Weirdly Massively ahead of the curve You can look at the things it's introduced In the comics And it's like a predictor of trends In art. Um, that that, that it would then become More established in, later on In the 60s um, Another historian Bradford W. Wright Described Doctor Strangeman saying Steve Ditko contributed some of his Most surrealistic work to the comic book And gave it a disorientating Hallucinogenic quality Doctor Strange's adventures take place In bizarre worlds and twisting dimensions that resembled Salvador Dali paintings. Mm. Inspired by the pulp fiction magicians of Stanley's childhood, as well as contemporary beat culture, Doctor Strange remarkably predicted the youth counterculture's fascination with Eastern mysticism and psychedelia. Never among Marvel's more popular or accessible characters, Doctor Strange found a niche among an audience seeking a challenging alternative to a more conventional superhero fare. Um, Incredible! And, and his um, his appeal and 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 connection to to this to this this burgeoning psychedelic psychedelic subculture grew throughout the sixties and made him. You, his influence could be seen well outside of comic books. Um, one of the first major psychedelic rock concerts was held in 1965, headlined by Jefferson Airplane, and it was called a concert for Doctor Strange. <laughs> um, uh, if you, um, uh, the 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 Merry Pranksters were um, a, a group um of young people in the 60s There were followers of an American um author and, and, and counterculture figure called Ken Kesey um around the the kind of mid 60s and the Mary Pranksters lived in a, a commune together um at, at Kesey's homes uh in California and they're noted for this huge sociological impact they had um, they're like the founders of, of the hippie movement, or at least the, the propagators of the hippie movement. They a huge, uh, lengthy road trip they, they took um, across America in the summer of '64, which directly create you know influenced Easy Rider. But they uh-huh. did it traveling traveling to the states in a psychedelic school bus, um, <laughs> organizing parties with with kids and mm-hmm. and uh, college students and handing out LSDs. Um, Tom Tom Wolfe um, wrote a famous book about the the Merry Pranksters. It's called the Electric Kool Aid Test. Um, he followed the Merry Pranksters around for like a year. Is that Tom um,
1: Wolfe, the white suit guy?
0: Yes, that's that Tom Wolfe. He yeah, still so he wrote wrote a quite famous book about Trump in the last five years or whatever. Mm. Um, and he wrote about Ken Kesey, the leader of this movement. Kessie is young, serene, and his face is lineless and round and smooth as a baby's. As he sits for hours on end reading comic books, absorbed in the plunging purple Steve Ditko shadows of Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. um, he's really like this character is at the heart of something here in the sixties. Um, there's a, a psychedelic folk band called Doctor Strangely Strange, named after him in the in the mid sixties. Pink Floyd, uh, the the the, the the front cover of um, of uh, the oh, what's the, I can't think of the name of the album now. Ah oh, man, there's a front front cover of a Pink Floyd album that has a hidden version of Doctor Strange on it. Oh, um, they, it's actually a zoomed up, slightly recolorized Ditko drawing. That has the lower half of Doctor Strange in in on the front cover. Um, he's referenced on on this uh, song uh, "Cymbeline" that they mm. from 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 a 1969 album, which is about a nightmare trip that That's they insane. went on. Um, and he, I mean, he he's so relevant, and he is such a finger on the pulse zeitgeist character in the 1960s. But as the hippie movement kind of. Faded away. Doctor Strange's relevance went with it. Really, um, mm. after spending most of the sixties doing his own thing in the kind of mystical realm of the Marvel universe that was unexplored by any other character, uh, in the in the in the seventies, Doctor Strange has to kind of like join the rest of the superheroes. Really, if he wants to have any more relevance, now the hippies are kind of gone, um, and so he, he, he is part of this oddball team of superheroes, the Defenders. We talked about it a few times, along with Hulk and the Silver Surfer and stuff.
1: Not the other defenders. Who are the other defenders? The ones from the Netflix TV show. Oh
0: yes, they use that name for the the Marvel Knights. Yeah, yeah, the Street Guys. Yeah, no. Mm. Um, he 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 has a resurgence in the nineteen seventies, the Bronze Age. We've talked about several times, especially in Man Thing. Marvel introduces in the seventies a whole bunch of horror and supernatural characters. Um, Well that's that's perfect for Doctor Strange To kind of get involved in um, Especially the Marvel version Of Dracula, he becomes a, a great Adversary, perfect adversary Really for Doctor Strange in the 70s And then once again he drops Off in the 80s, he's kind of Not really used much, he's a side character A supporting character A bit like Nick Fury is um, and then the 1990s, you know, thanks to um, things like uh, Stephen King and Clive Barker and Hellraiser and things. Oh, Clive Barker! Oh, yeah. S- supernatural and horror themed characters are really mega, me- white hot, mega popular again, yeah. and and that influences Marvel. We get the, the the second Ghost Rider, and we get a resurgence of Morbius and mm. Johnny Blaze, and Doctor Strange joins joins them and is a kind of a major part of the Midnight Suns. Uh, storyline and a as a line of comics at Marvel in the, in the, in the 90s very very popular and then he waxed away in the during the 2000s he's back to being kind of a supporting character at the end of the 90s and the and the 2000s and it's not really until 2008 that, that that after the events of the the civil war the marvel civil war That we talked about that's kind of when doctor strange kind of rejoins the fold as being um a frontline character not in his own comic book That's never really been a big seller it's Past the 70s But he he becomes um, An Avenger uh, Joins that team in a major way And becomes one of the leading characters And whatever the Avengers are doing Throughout the many different crossovers that, that That spin off from Civil War So He has waxed and waned Over the years in popularity Almost With the kind of different subcultures Of, of the youth movements You know um, Whenever horror and supernatural stuff Become really popular again Boom, Doctor Strange will appear Thanks for joining us As we revisit some of our favourite moments From Marvel vs Marvel Don't forget our full length episodes Are jam packed with hours Of Marvel trivia behind the page, behind the scenes, and comic book Marvel history.